Uh, 6.30 on SFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Hello and welcome to the Thursday edition of SFM Sports Front. This is the PSL radio show, Sagan Jalo, and of course we're going to be celebrating the achievement of Mamelodi Sundowns making the Champions League final. They're going to be playing the first leg against Zamalek, the Egyptian Giants, the White Knights of Cairo this uh, weekend. 3 o'clock at uh, Lucas Masterpieces Murepe Stadium. So I want to get straight into it. We'll catch up with one of the stars of that outfield. We'll also chat to a winner of the 1995 edition and hear from a journalist as well. Well, uh, who's with the Zamalek outfit in South Africa. Let's get straight into your sports news, though. Uh, rugby news, Scrum off Rudy Page. You missed the Springbok defeat by New Zealand last weekend. We'll start for the Blue Bulls in their Curry Cup semi-final against Province at Luftus-Fersfeld on Saturday. Meanwhile, the Springbok duo of uh, Juan de Jong and Bongi uh, Bonambi are part of six changes to the Province starting lineup. Golden Lions coach Johan Ackermann has included Springboks Julian Redling, Hayes, Malcolm Marks and Fafte Klaak in his team for the Curry Cup semi-final against Free State Cheetahs in Bloemfontein as well. Cricket news, uh, they've just resumed after the dinner break and I can tell you that Pakistan are 172 without loss. Uh, Sami Aslam on 75, Azhar Ali on 89 against the West Indies uh, first test in Dubai. This is only the second test to be played with a pink ball under lights and the first in Asia. Back home, New Zealand women beat South Africa women by nine wickets to win the third one-day international at Diamond Oval in Kimberley. Meanwhile, it stumps on day three of the Sunfoil Series matches. The Cape Cobras are 127 for two, chasing a target of 444 for victory against the Knights in Bloemfontein. The Warriors are 19 without loss, chasing a target of 105 for victory against the Titans in Port Elizabeth. And in a match that produced incredible bowling performances, the Dolphins beat the Lions by 77 runs at Senves Park in Port Struam. Dolphins bowler Robbie Freilink took three of the five Lions wickets today to finish with the best ever match figures in franchise era cricket of 14 for 62. The medium pacer took 6 for 32 in the second innings after his 8 for 30 in the first. Football news, Amajimbo has beat Russia 3-1 to set up a rematch with Brazil in the final of the 2016 Brits Under-17 tournament in Goa, India. Bolivian Seki's team will aim to avenge their 3-0 preliminary stage defeat when they meet Brazil in Saturday's final. Meanwhile, former Bonyana Bonyana captain Desiree Ellis has been appointed caretaker of the women's national team following the departure of Vera Powell. Ellis, who spent two and a half years as Powell's assistant, will be aided by assistant coach uh, Maud Kumalo and technical advisor Cheryl Buertis. Just finally, some uh, tennis news for you. Australia's Nick Kyrgios has been hit with a fine of 16,500 US dollars. That's around 235,000 rand today after his extraordinary performance at the Shanghai Masters, where he tanked points and argued with fans during his 6-3, 6-1 defeat to 110th ranked Misha Zverev. The trouble player in world number 14 received the maximum 10,000 fine for uh, 10,000 US dollar fine for lack of best efforts, plus 5,000 dollars for abusing a spectator, and another 1,500 for unsportsmanlike conduct. And that's your sports news. This is Sport on SAFM, every supporter's greatest resource. SFM South Africa's news and information lead, and of course the uh, big talking point has got to be Mamelodi Sundowns and the uh, CAF Champions League campaign. It's coming to uh, a head this weekend. Uh, Zamalek are going to be taking on Mamelodi Sundowns at the Lucas Masterpieces Muripe Stadium on Saturday afternoon. But let's talk to a CAF Champions League winner first and foremost. We've got Marks Mabonyane, part of the class of 95 from uh, Orlando Pirates on the line. Marks, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Hi, Dwayne. Thanks for inviting me. Marks, let's go back to 1995. Uh, you know, Pirates also played their first leg at home, but you conceded two goals in that home leg, which uh, which didn't prove to be the most optimistic sign ahead of that away leg final. And then, of course, the heroics were uh, were proved by Skosana's goal in in Abidjan. But what was it like building up to that that final? Because at the time, it was something that 
nobody from South Africa or Southern Africa had ever experienced. Yeah, in fact, uh, Dwayne, what made it very awkward also was that uh, we didn't even know how deep that lion's den was. And, uh, I mean, even South Africans in general uh, didn't even know or got into the mood of the importance of the uh, Champions League and uh, or of representing your team or your country. And uh, this is, that, that was just a different ball game. But uh, it was uh, something very, very interesting for one reason that uh, we never pulled out, we just felt that uh, it's doable, we can go out and win this. Especially when we got to the quarterfinals, that's when that self-belief started creeping in. And uh, when we got to the final, there was no looking back. Now, I mean, as, as much as there'd be efforts, obviously, these days to allow the players to relax, how great is the pressure on this Mamelodi Sundown squad, do you believe, heading into the final? Let's admit there is pressure. There is pressure because uh, we know that uh, they are carrying the hopes of South Africans and everyone believes that uh, they can. And uh, the only thing that is left now is for them to believe in themselves. But then the pressure that they have is the fact that they've got to rewrite the history books because uh, the last thing to do that in Southern Africa, let alone South Africa, was Orlando Pirates. So they have to go out there and make sure that at least at home on Saturday they score two goals and away if they score that one away goal that will make a big difference. But the, coming out of here with a goalless draw is not going to be good enough. One all draw not good enough. Any draw will not help them at all. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is, is certainly not to concede at home. I know Roger Desar earlier this week was talking about uh, not conceding at home and saying that that is that's got to be the uh, the most significant thing because if you at least have a clean sheet at home, uh, you you can take something to the, uh, the the final away. But if you concede at home, you need to score at least an extra goal away to, uh, to to claim the victory. And of course, that puts undue pressure on you in your in your second leg. But I mean, how do they approach this home leg then? What, what's your advice to them? Dwayne, sorry, you're talking about extra goal. In fact, my advice, my first advice is every time you're trying to get one goal, make sure that you score two, then it will count as one, <laughs> you know, yeah. because anything can happen. And uh, you don't know what uh, officiating is like when you go out there. And I'm sure a lot of South Africans have seen that. And uh, when you are playing away from home, the pressure is on the referee and uh, not too many decisions will go your way. Under normal circumstances, they would but not uh, in the final uh, second leg and also away from home. So the referee will, might, or might also think, you know what, my safety takes priority here. So it's very important to think of scoring two and end up winning one now. I know it doesn't sound good, but then most importantly is to relax. Relax because the pressure is on the home team. You've seen how many times these fans have turned against their home teams. I mean, it's so common in Nigeria. It's so common even in North Africa. So once you are just relaxed and dominating the, 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 the hosts, then you are obviously on the right track. Mox, uh, I, I do want to ask about the MTN8 final defeat. What do you think that loss did for Mamelodi Sundowns? Can they use it as a positive? Is it something they would have forgotten? How, how would that have uh, affected their preparations? By now, they should have forgotten that. If it had happened midweek, I would understand. If it had happened last week, I would also understand. But uh, it's almost two weeks ago now. So it's water under the bridge. It's a new chapter. It's a different competition. And they just have to focus and uh, say, we've come a long way. And uh, we cannot look back now. And especially at home. Because if Sundowns can score two goals and uh, make sure that they stay focused and uh, don't do the Bafana last minute, 
then they can even go there and say, let's see what we can do from now. So they can't even plan for the second leg when they don't look after. This is the only time when you say, take care of the first leg before you can even plan for the second leg. Just on that point, I mean, you talk about doing a bit of fun of it. Uh, the, the, the point of the national team coaches actually released players from international duty early. Uh, I thought that was fairly significant. I mean, uh, well, what do you read into that? And is, is that Sheikh's uh, giving his approval that Sundown should go out and win this for, for national pride as much as Bafana uh, Bafana play for national pride? Well, that was testimony to the fact that this game is so good and uh, or great or very important to all South Africans. And uh, Sheikh recognized that fact. And uh, not only giving them a break, but not playing them all was also a big plus. So Pizzo cannot complain. He will have his players, and none of them are injured, fortunately. And uh, he just uh, confirmed that, yes, this is very important for South Africa. And by the way, a win for Sundowns is a win for Bafana Bafana's future, which was the case with with Orlando Pirates. Remember, a win for Pirates was a win for South Africa, if you think of 1996. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I think the situation is slightly changed now, Mark. <laughs> but, but that's it. I do, I do get your point. I do understand your point. But, uh, I think there's a great deal more pressure at the moment on, uh, on, on, on trying to get Bafana Bafana to claim victories against the likes of Senegal certainly coming up. That's, that's of, of concern in a couple of weeks' time. But you talked about Pizzo Musimani. I know he's not everybody's favorite person, but regardless of what happens in this two-legged final, how do you think he should be regarded? I think he'll be, he has to be regarded as uh, someone that uh, has really given it a go. Let's not forget that, uh, as he always says, he's the only, he's the only team, uh, Sundowns, that have never been uh, given a break since. 15 months of football, it's no child's play. So he really has been really digging deep with his uh, troops. So he has really done well. I mean, you look at the final of the MTA and you look at the, the fact that they are league champions and then still struggling. He really shall have done well in my books. Marks, when you look back at your footballing career, how substantial was the achievement of winning the, the CAF Champions League? Very, very substantial because uh, of the one fact, doing that uh, you have to make sure that whatever you do, you leave a legacy, being it work, being it uh, play, and it is that legacy that we're still talking about now. So you only have to recognize the fact that this might be your last opportunity. And because it's your only and last opportunity, grab it and run with it. I mean, how sweet will it be for the likes of Ntete, who are not young anymore, the likes of Sompokekan? I'm sure they will never be in a final of Champions League uh, in, in, in their footballing career. So you can imagine how important it is. In fact, take Omodise too. So these are the players that they've got to, uh, that you have to put into heart to say, I wish them to win just to look back and say, I've got one of the biggest medals. Because that medal is no ordinary medal. It's a different medal. Yeah, indeed. Over half the starting uh, lineup of Mamelodi Sundowns is over the age of 30. So uh, that's a fair point. This might be, conceivably, their last chance to win the, uh, the, the Champions League. But, Marks, thanks for your insights and opinions tonight. Uh, go and enjoy uh, your evening. And uh, I, I know you've got a very special round of golf as well that's been happening. So uh, go and enjoy your experience there as well. Thanks very much, Dwayne. You're listening to Sport on SAFM, the next best thing to being at the game. Well, now on SAFM, let's turn our attention to the uh, team at the moment. And one of the men that uh, Marks Mapunyani actually mentioned, Tabo Ntete, former captain of Bloemfontein Celtic, captain of uh, Mamelodi Sundowns, and a man who's uh, continued to impress throughout uh, his uh, African Champions League campaign ahead of the match against Zamalek. Thanks for joining us, Tabo. Good evening.
Oh, thank you, Dwayne. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Excited? Uh, no, I'm okay. I'm okay. Excited, yes. Excited. This is, uh, uh, actually, I would say, uh, best week for, for, for us as Mamelodi Sundowns players. And we, you know, we've been uh, waiting for this and we've been preparing. So I think we, we, we are ready to, 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 to start on, 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 on this coming weekend, Saturday. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've got to congratulate you on what's been a phenomenal campaign. I mean, you know, you, you, it's more than money that's at stake. I mean, there's pride at stake. There's a golden star on the badge at stake. There's a, an opportunity to represent the continent at the FIFA Club World Cup as well, where you'll be taking on the, 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 the other continent's best teams at the end of the year. But, I mean, are, are you even allowing yourself to consider these things yet? Yes, yes, Dwayne. And uh, like you said, I mean, this is a... Uh uh, you know, big big moment for for us, and uh, you know uh, what you said now about the money. I think that will will come after. So the the pride is there. That's what we we want to you know to achieve, and you know uh, come up on top uh, at the end of the second second leg when we play against Amalek in Egypt. So we just want to you know uh, make sure that we we do our business at home and make sure we do the same. In, in, in Egypt when we play against Amalek and but knowing that it's not gonna be easy. We just have to, you know, follow follow the instructions and you know, we've been doing uh, our homework like each and every game that we're playing we oh, we do our homework, we study the the opponents and uh, I think now it's been going well and like I said, we 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 are ready to play against Amalek on Saturday. Yeah, I know you guys have uh, have been doing everything from training to video analysis and really studying your opponents. Yeah. But yes, yes, I mean, yes. we had Roger Desan earlier in the week and of course he, he took Orlando Pirates to the final in, in, in 2013 and um, he was talking about how the finals can come down to the second half of the second leg but the one thing that he, he mentioned was or said the most important thing is to keep a clean sheet at home. But But for you, what is the most important consideration for the first leg considering you're playing at home? Honestly, Dwayne, uh, that's the most important thing, you know, to keep uh, a clean sheet, uh, especially when we play home, because we know if they score uh, one, it's, it's very difficult for us. We have to score uh, two if we want to win. So uh, our goal is, is very vital, so we, we don't want to concede that, especially when we play our first leg uh, at home in Pretoria. So we, we, we really have to shut the, the door at the back and not allow any 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 uh, chance for them to, to score and we, we just have to, I mean we're playing home, so we just have to take that as, a, as an advantage to us so, and we just have to make sure we do our best and then come come uh, top at the end of the game. Now, you've played Zamalek already, you've beaten Zamalek already, but I mean what are you expecting yeah. from them over, over two legs of a, of a final, which in itself is a very different animal, isn't it? Yes, yes, we did play against them, uh, I mean, twice in the group stage, and we won both games, and the uh, first game we played in, in, in Cairo, when we won 2-1 two, two, against, against them, and the uh, second, second round they came, and we won 1-0. So, I mean, now is the final, I believe it's a total uh, different ball game, and, and, and now we, we just have to... Uh, make sure we we start all 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 together because we we believe they also wanna come 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 back strong. They they don't also want to to lose against us. And I mean, they I think I believe also they've been studying us. They've been watching our games. And then uh, for us, it's not gonna be easy because we saw last time when we play against them, it was not easy for us to win those games. So we we just have to make sure we grind the results and 
we we come victorious at the end of the of the uh, of the game, especially the first first one, and going to leading us to the to the second 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 leg in 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 Cairo. Tabo, I don't want to make excuses here for for Sundowns. I know you you guys are not going to make excuses either. But uh, you know, Pirates spoke about the the player juggling, the travel, the domestic uh, league, the domestic cup competitions as well, and and how much that that campaign took out of them in in 2013 and in 2015 when they made the CAF Confed Cup uh, final as well. But uh, yeah. but by the same token, you guys have quite a few injuries. I mean, we, we know um, Zwane and Begile, Mashaba are, are among the players injured. You've lost players that were registered to play who aren't available at the moment, so the squad has yeah. been thinned down in terms of who you can actually take along. When you put all those factors together, how much has it taken out of you? And But how much has this campaign given you guys as well? Uh, Dwayne, honestly, I mean, uh, like you said, it's, it's true that we've, we've been having a, you know, a major, major injuries in the team, and that will uh, maybe make a team uh, lack somewhere somehow and but uh, to be honest with you the, the the team that we have I mean we we do have quality uh, it doesn't matter who is in that and uh, I believe uh, even the coach has been telling us telling us that whenever one gets a chance to play uh, he believes in everyone in the team because with the quality that we have so uh, I think for us also to achieve this we 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 had. Uh, injuries before and we, we, we had quality, you know, going forward because uh, last time when we played against uh, uh, Nimba, uh, I mean, we were, we were short with, with players. I mean, we went to that game, uh, I think we were 16 on that game and, uh, you know, we, 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 we came victorious at the end of the game and, uh, like I said, the quality that we have in the team, I think the, the coach is playing very well with it. And and also with the players, we were showing that uh, we really want to to work for the team and we want to achieve this uh, major trophy. And I mean, uh, this is the biggest uh, cup in Africa, which we all want to 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 have it. Uh, we want to be part of uh, Mamelodi Sundowns' uh, good history. You know, uh, that's gonna you know uh, to 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 stay there for for long. And you know, uh, the coach he has uh, a plan for four to five years going forward because, uh, you know, it's not easy to, to, to have that plan. But, you know, when you have a coach who's looking forward to that and also the players are following on what the coach wants uh, for the team, I think it's, it's, it comes much easier. And uh, I think that's a, that's a good sign for, for us in an upcoming uh, season. Double. I do, I do want to ask about the the effect of the MTN8 uh, final defeat. Is that is that something that you've just forgotten now, or did you did you take lessons from that MTN8 final defeat, and are you going to turn them into positives for this final? You know, on, honestly, Dwayne, uh, we 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 forgot about that. But knowing that we played that game and we we, we lost in the final, and leading us to this uh, final, and uh, we 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 had to you know forget immediately. Same night after we lost that that uh, final against Fed, because going forward we we knew that we we're gonna play against uh, Tamalek in the final, which we want to win. And although we want to we wanted to win that uh, MTN also, but it didn't happen. But uh, the focus and the senior guys, you know, we they they, they encouraged other other guys to to forget about uh, the, the the past game of Fed, and we we had to focus you because we really had to, you know, put everything that we have. To, to this game 
although we wanted to give to win that game of of, of faith, but it didn't happen. And I don't believe that it 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 put us down or it we want we 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 really want to win now because we lost that game against faith. I mean, each and every game that we play, we want to win. So it didn't happen against faith, but we know as players that's part of the game. Uh, we just have to move on and and, and make sure. We, we are ready for the following game and which is which is now coming in, 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 in after uh, after tomorrow Saturday we're playing which we are we all ready to play against Amalek. I just have to ask you as well, uh, Tabo, what does it mean to you as the players to have more than only Mamalodi Sundowns fans supporting you? I mean, including a, uh, a certain Jamaican sprint legend Usain Bolt who's uh, who's wished the club well. Yeah, yeah, no, I just want to ask, uh, Sundown supporters to, to come in big numbers and we, we plead into the, to the nation that to, 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 to support us. I mean, even if, uh, they're not coming, you know, to, to the stadiums, uh, to the stadium, uh, just to, to be with us and, and, uh, you know, uh, we just, we, we, we ask him for, for the, for the support and, but I know that Mamelisandan supporters, they will be there. Uh, we, we, we really promise that at the end of the game, we'll make sure that we put the smiles on their face when the game ends and knowing we, we have the, the full results that we want. Well, uh, Tabo, I look forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks' time with the trophy in hand and a smile on your face. Thank you very much for your time tonight and certainly uh, best of luck in the first leg of the final on Saturday afternoon. Thank you. Thank you, Dwayne. Public hearings on the proposed regulations to protect the Karoo Central Astronomy Advantage Areas will be held in Pretoria on 13 October at the CSIR Convention Centre and in Carnarvon on 20 October in the Sassel Hall. On both days, the hearings will be from 10am to 5pm. The notice was published in Government Gazette number 40215 under notice number 920 on 18 August 2016. Spring can never be less than entertaining on SABC3. Travel in style and laughter with On The Fly. Private chef Neil Anthony has all the best recipes. And things get even more gastronomic with Africa's top restaurants and biting about. Not forgetting drama with a journalistic spin as hard copy returns to our screens. Making sure you stay tuned to SABC3. The fight against cancer begins with creating awareness. SAFM, supporting the fight against breast cancer. You're listening to Sport on SAFM, the next best thing to being at the game. Now, the injury to Mamelodi Sundowns and Colombian international striker Leonardo Castro certainly remains a serious talking point to uh, Zamalek, its fans and journalists from Egypt. As the two teams prepare to lock horns in the first leg of the uh, Champions League final on Saturday, the unavailability of Castro seems to be music to the ears of the Egyptians. Amir Fahmi is uh, one of the more than 20 journalists to be accompanying Zamalek from Egypt for this final, and he's been chatting to SABC Sports' Vilili Mbouli. Yes, actually, this is a very big moment for Zamalek because Zamalek actually used to win this competition uh, years ago, but uh, since 2002, since they, uh, they won uh, their last title, that was the fifth title, they, uh, they were struggling, they, they never reached the semi-finals the first time since 2002, to, uh, since 2005 to reach the semi-final. So this is a big moment for Zamalek, uh, and I think they are aware of how dangerous uh, sundowns are, especially after the quarter-final double clash, because Zamalek lost both uh, legs. But now it's completely different. Uh, Zamalek fans, they are betting on experience. 
because they know that uh, in final experience uh, matters. So, and we already in Egypt we have good memories with Sundowns in the final because if you remember 2001, Sundowns lost the final to Alali. They are the arch rifles of Zamalek. So, Zamalek, of course, will would, uh, will uh, like to emulate Alali and and they grab the cup. And the fact that also Zamalek has been waiting for 2002 was the last time. 14 years. Yes. 14, 14 years. Yes. And does this make it special for them? Yes, sure, very special. Special because when Zamalek won their last cup in 2002, the, that was their fifth crown. By that time, Al-Ahli, the rivals, had only three titles. Now Al-Ahli have eight titles. So imagine how things changed. So Zamalek want to close the gap at the sixth title, this is a do, for, a do or die mission for them. They won this uh, title. They are very hungry for it. They have a young coach. They have, they have lost the league. This is a very, very important uh, turn in the season. So they want, they want to recompense their fans with the African crown. And this will give credibility to the board, to, to the players, to the coach, to, to everybody. Yes, they, they are extremely hungry for it. But you as a... Egyptian journalists, how do you feel? I mean, Zamalek now in the final, um, you guys have qualified for the AFCON, you started well in the World Cup qualifiers. Egyptian football seems to have came with the Big Bang. Yes, actually we had, uh, Egyptian football had a golden generation in the, in the first decade of the millennium. We won three consecutive Africa AFCONs, yes, and, um, but uh, the, after the retirement of Abu Traika and some big names, uh, we have been declining, we missed three uh, Afghans, but now I think with the rise of Zamalek, especially Zamalek because they have so many young stars. Uh, but for this game, I don't think that it will be really easy, because of the strength of Sundowns is one thing. Another thing is that the difficulties Zamalek are facing. They have only 14 outfield players, plus three goalkeepers, so the, the whole list is of 17 players. They have a left-back injured, they have a, a playmaker who is injured too, who was injured in the Cairo game against Sundowns. And I think that uh, this will limit the choices of the, of the coach. Uh, and you have also to bear in mind that there are five players who are booked already. So if they get another yellow card in this game, they will, probably, they will definitely miss the, the return leg in, uh, in Alexandria or Cairo, it's still undecided. So, uh, Zamalek, of course, they will want to win this game, definitely, but they will have to be cautious because another yellow card for any of these uh, five players will mean missing a, a key player in the final and you have very limited choices in the bench. So it's very, very risky for Zamalek. Mm-hmm. And, and you, sorry, that, like you said, that the team the last time they won it was 2002, and probably one of the survivors was Shikabala. Yeah, Who's influencing the team and, and the relationship that he has with the Zamalek fans? Shikabala? Yeah. Yes, Shikabala is an idol for Zamalek fans because he uh, he's the captain now. He's 30 years old, but he, but he, he he lived the big moments with the team. He was even uh, he was just 17, I think, when he played the African Super Cup in uh, 2003 after winning the Champions League. Uh, and he came on as a substitute, so he's the only survivor of that uh, generation. And uh, of course, he's a very talented guy, but he's very moody. <laughs> the same. I, I mean, you cannot predict how he's gonna play. He's very inconsistent. He's very intelligent in the pitch, but you can, it depends on his mood. So if he, he has a good day, he will be on fire. But if he's not, he 
may just play the first 45 minutes or the first 60 minutes and then get substituted. It depends on the game, but definitely he's going to start uh, on Lucas Morica Stadium. Definitely. What, what are some of the names that you know get spoken about in Egypt uh, apart from Castro? And do you think Sundowns are going to be different without them? Actually, Castro is a very dangerous striker. You know, Everybody liked uh, how he plays. Uh, especially when we saw him against Zamalek in the first leg in the quarterfinal, he, he was taking all the defense together, moving uh, perfectly, uh, leaving room for the wingers, to, uh, especially Keegan Dolly and Bilia, to, to come from behind. So uh, I think missing him is, is a big blow for uh, Sundowns. I wondered why he didn't play the last cup final, that Sundowns lost the 3-0. Yes, I, and now you told me that he's injured, so I think this is a good news for Zamalek. Uh, hopefully he, can, <laughs> he gets well, of course, but, uh, but let's speak seriously, yes. This is a big chance for Zamalek, to, uh, at least to contain the, the attack, or to limit the movements of Keegan Dolly and uh, Billiard. I personally saw Dolly twice, I saw him with Sundowns, and I saw him with South Africa under 23 in Senegal. And I predicted this guy will be a big hit in Africa. He's still so young, he's very skillful, he's very intelligent, he knows when to pass, when to dribble, when to hold on the ball. So uh, I believe Sundowns, even with the absence of uh, Castro, they still have uh, some key players who can turn things around. We talk about the two games that they've played, and we talk about now. Besides the new coach, is Stanley... Um, the difference, um, the, the Nigerian? Yes, uh, definitely. The new coach is uh, having different approach from the one that uh, was in charge. Well, that was B in Sports and Egyptian journalist Amir Fahmi closing that interview with Billy Limbuli. This is Sport on SAFM, every supporter's greatest resource. Terry, I can't wait for uh, that final to take place. First and second leg, Mamaluri Sanals against Zamalek. Three o'clock, Lucas Masterpieces, Muripe Stadium. That's all we've got time for tonight. Now, Lady Muleo is up after the news with the talk shop. More sport tomorrow morning on AMLR with Janet Whitten. Uh, I'm back again on Monday, but from the team tonight, producer Siobhan Chetty and uh, me, Dwayne DeLocker, have a lovely evening. Cheers, it's seven o'clock.